Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start uh, episode 186 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. Today's question was sent by Patrick. He writes, thank you very much. I hope you're doing fine. Please, I am requesting to be helped with the PDF files for the fingering substitution and sequences exercises because sometimes I get stuck when playing organ and I think it is due to lack of finger movements or accuracy and speed. Kind regards, Patrick. Do you think also that um, finger accuracy and speed is important when you play the organ? I think that accuracy is more important than speed. Because, you know, if you're playing accurately, then speed will come. You're right. Because uh, when you're playing fast and not ready for that fast movement, you're making uh, mistakes and being inaccurate. That's right. And I think this might what happens, you know, when Patrick practices. At least that's the impression that I got after reading his question. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, I think it's so important to to play the organ slowly enough for long enough. Right? Lots of people don't have the patience to play, you know, slow, very, very slow for a long period of time. For example, uh, right now we're playing in a few days uh, Bach's birthday recital and I'm, I'll be practicing um, this week uh, Bach's Pasakalia and three of his uh, organ preludes from the um, or from the Klavirubung part 3 Kyria, Krista and Kyria and uh, last week when we practiced with Osha uh, at the church I played everything at the concert tempo with some mistakes and now since I know all the spots that where I make mistakes my goal for this week is to play extremely slow is this a right strategy Osha? yes I think so yes you said yourself that you will not be playing fast That's right. this week mm-hmm. so Patrick is kind of a getting stuck um, with accuracy and speed uh, but it's not necessarily v- because of fingering substitution and sequence exercises right it's it's you can play literally anything you want on the organ as long as you're hitting the right notes that's right and but technique uh, such as fingering substitution requires especially good technique and it means that, you know, you need to learn that piece slowly first. Mm-hmm. That, you know, all those fingering substitutions would, you know, come out naturally. By sequences, do you think that he means those four-part chordal progressions which go upwards? in ascending motion or descending motion? I'm not sure about this part of the question because he you know, tells about PDF files. And I think my sequences are on the YouTube, yes? Mm-hmm. And not on the PDF. 
so maybe he means something else. Um, but playing sequences is part of the curriculum at school, right? Where we teach. Yes. For harmony. Yes. And uh, this is not only good for um, understanding chordal harmony, but probably good for um, keyboard technique as well. Yes, and for improvisation. And in general for, you know, for playing repertoire. Because I noticed that sometimes, you know, when my concentration, you know, disappears during recital, for example, and I'm at the place of uh, your cadence, I can just play it. A cadence? Yes, a cadence. Or a sequence? A cadence, a sequence, and all those, you know, mm -hmm. theoretical things. You know, I think um, a few years ago I was substituting... Um, for a few weeks in a row, our friend Paulus uh, at his church, he was still playing uh, at the Holy Ghost, uh, Holy Cross Church here in Vilnius, and he, he was away for with vacation, and he asked me to to substitute, I think in Lent. And uh, since I agreed, I I thought how I could best use the situation to the to, to my advantage. And what I did, I played prelude, offertory, communion, and postlude um, as improvisation, but in the form of versets. And those versets basically were just longer forms of modulations and sequences and cadences that we're playing at school. Uh, does this sound like like beneficial, Osha? Yes, it sounds beneficial. And another thing, you know, that I realized that some beginners, you know, don't have a good muscle technique in the fingers. Finger independence. Yes. So, and that's because the muscles are just too weak. I know how to fix this. And uh, I think this might be a problem why, you know, you cannot do sequences and play in the fast tempo accurately. I know what, what to do. Uh, and Patrick and other people could benefit from this too. Because, you know, so many people come to the organ after playing piano first. And, you know, piano, it's, it's much, much easier for fingers, you know, to play on the piano. Because sort of the touch is softer, and you have that nice sostenuto pedal, which can, you know, sort of cover up all your, you know, mistakes and make things easier. And organ doesn't forget this. Yes, organ doesn't forget it. And doesn't forgive. Because <laughs> that's right. Because on the organ, you, if you have to play legato, you have to use, you know, your fingers. If you need to articulate, you have to use your fingers. You have no sostenuta pedal whatsoever. So, you know, you have to have, you know, finger independence and, you know, good, good, good muscles. Uh, as you said, I know how to fix this. Would you like to hear the solution? Sure, of course. And the, I know you are eager to tell it. Like, uh, you know, the famous answer... Uh, from Pride and Prejudice? Yes. Tell us. <laughs> you want to tell me, and I have no objections of hearing it. That's what Mr. Bennett told to his wife 
when she was gossiping. Okay, then you will be Mr. Bennett and I will be your wife. Yes, excellent. Um, so, a solution, according to Mr. Bennett's wife, <laughs> or Mr. Bennett, I forget uh, who I am now. So, uh, everybody knows the be- benefit of playing Bach's inventions, right? They are pedagogical little gems. But not only pedagogical, they are beautiful little miniatures for two voices. One for the right hand, another for the left hand. And, um, you know, in our youth, we all have played maybe a few of them. One, two, three, until our teacher said, that's okay, we're going on to the next collection, maybe three-part symphonias now. Right, because it's in the in our classroom uh, curriculum. There is no time to play everything. But uh, believe me, when Bach wrote this collection for his son Wilhelm Friedemann, I can guarantee that Wilhelm Friedemann played all fifteen of them. Do you believe this, Osha? Yes, I believe. Yes. So, if you want to be as good, at least as good as uh, Wilhelm Friedemann. Um, uh, and um, and maybe even even better, uh, play those fifteen uh, two-part inventions by Bach diligently at least for a few months, you know, and then uh, decide if your technique is improving or not, because each hand is has its own beautiful melody. It's like a two-part fugue basically, but not quite uh, less complicated. Uh, but you will thank yourself for this later, right, Osha? Yes, that's right. All of them, but not in the order that you know in the modern collections, but in the order that they were written first. And the order was different. It was um, uh, written in a different um, setting of keys. C major, D minor, E minor, F major, G major... A minor, uh, B minor, B flat major, uh, A major, G minor, F minor, E major, E flat major, D major, and C minor. Imagine that. Uh, The second invention that we now have in the modern editions is C minor. But it's the most difficult invention from all all collections. So people who learn C major first and then jump to C minor get frustrated right away. It's it's almost like a canon, very advanced melodic line. And and I recommend it leaving it for the last. Yes, and you know, if you want to see the original, there is the facsimile edition of, you know, Bach's inventions. And you can find the original order in, in that collection. What would you do, Osha, if you have mastered, even memorized, all those 15 inventions? What would you play next? Then I would play three-part symphonies. I knew that. Um, we are all like very similar. And, you? you know, at school, actually, we called them inventions as well. I don't know why, but that was the case, at least in my school. 
because they are from the similar collections, right? Like 15, yes. 15, and the order of original ordering of keys is the same, uh, not C major, C, C minor, but C major, D minor, right? Uh, that was the original ordering that Bach wrote for his son. Wilhelm Friedemann. So then afterwards, after those two-part inventions, study three-part symphonias. And uh, afterwards, check your technique. Uh, you will not believe what you have achieved uh, at that time. So maybe it will take, um, a, I don't know, a year or two to do this. But since you have a lifetime of, of education and uh, improvement, there is no rush. And actually this collection is equally good for piano and for organ. Because, for example, well-tempered clavier, I would not suggest to play it on the organ. But but inventions uh, sounds well on the organ. Yeah, because each voice is so obligato and uh, cantable manner, so you could even sing. Oh, you could improve your, your perfect pitch also. You could sing each line, as we sometimes suggest, and play the rest. Uh, that would be extremely beneficial. Of course, this is not for the weak of will. Yes. But uh, we teach the best. Thanks, guys. This was Vidas. And Tusha. And remember, when you practice... Miracles happen.